Welcome back, anybody that's listening to This Is Why I Drink, to episode 12, part 12, if you will, of the racism series that is <laughs> that is continuously ongoing <laughs> because our society can't stop doing stupid shit. <laughs> uh, when I could actually button up this particular series because we've taken at least, at least like a, a month break from just doing dumbass shit, I will. I might have a heart attack. I mean, since I'm a ginger, I'm not really gonna die. I'll just fucking burst into flames, and all the souls that I've snatched that are the freckles on me will you know, fly off into the sunset or something. But beyond that, I might lose it. I have no idea what I'll do when that actually happens. It'll be an exciting day. <laughs> Before I get into the storyline for this particular episode, I w- I wanted to give a an update for those of you that have been following the podcast for a while and have listened from the very beginning at episode one, um, a sign of the times. If you're not, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, you know, that back in February, before I ever even started this, my personal Twitter account was blocked, banned, whatever the hell you want to call it. All because I called out LeBron James for being a pansy ass leader. And (laughs) it has officially been 25 weeks now. 25 weeks since I called out LeBron, did not mention skin color one time in the tweet, by the way, didn't say anything about his ethnicity, didn't say anything about sexual orientation, religion, nothing, not a damn thing. And it has been 25 weeks since they blocked me, banned me, whatever you want to call it. And I have appealed it multiple times and Twitter has still never responded bunch of bitches and it's funny because the twitter ceo even came out shortly after i actually got blocked ironically enough and stated that twitter had to take a stand they couldn't stay neutral anymore they had it was time they had to pick a side and i'm like oh fuck here we go i just think it's idiotic i mean i i didn't sit there and speak again about LeBron's skin tone I called him a pansy ass leader because anybody that follows the guy I've never once faulted his talent I've never once sat there and said he's not a great basketball player I say he's a pansy ass and the reason I say that is because he never handles things in-house the way old school leaders and coaches used to he goes to the press first bitches whines and complains about his teammates and then when he finally catches backlash for running his fucking mouth too much he buys all his teammates gifts, tries to downplay it, back talks. He's passive aggressive as hell. And honestly, I don't care what anybody says. Again, not faulting his talent, not faulting his ability. He is a horrible example in the NBA. Horrible example. You can say he married his high school sweetheart, all that stuff. I don't care. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about purely as an icon of the league He's more divisive than anything. And the funny part is if you want to draw a correlation and you want to sit there and say that, and if I want to say LeBron is divisive, I'm going to go right ahead and say he acts a lot like Trump. He acts a lot like Trump. There are multiple times where Trump is, uh, people claim that Trump is driving division in this country when he's not based on what he says. And there are times when he just says stupid shit that even though it's not intended to drive division, can indirectly do so because of how unnecessarily sensitive everybody's butthole in this country is. 
And so, again, it's funny. You want to draw a parallel. LeBron acts a lot like Trump. So, LeBron, you, you if you don't like the guy, stop fucking acting like him. I'm sure you'll never hear this. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't give two shits about a, a lowly bald ginger living in Texas right now. If you... If you don't want to sit there and be parallel to him, don't do that shit. Pretty simple. And Twitter, unblock my personal account. I did nothing wrong. And yes, I'm still going to keep coming after you on every other social media platform. Because that's bullshit. And it's not a matter of, you took it away. It's not that. It's just stop acting like a bunch of fucking kids. All right. Now, done with that. Done with that. Now, if you do want to see the tweet that um, I posted about LeBron, I'm going to be posting it again this week. So anybody that follows me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, for the This Is Why I Drink page, you can actually see I said nothing wrong. Not a damn thing. Nothing. And you'll be able to see that and see how stupid a lot of these guys are and how, to be honest, overly sensitive LeBron James is. It's pretty funny. Now, now back to the meat and potatoes of what I'm talking about today. The title of this episode is Storytime Intermission with the Ginger Part (laughs) 1. Because honestly, I couldn't figure out a really good title for it. (laughs) So it's Storytime Intermission with the Ginger Part 1. And I'm going to reference immediately what I talked about in episode 11 when it comes to xenophobic prejudice and it couldn't have played into my hands any better could not have played into the hands any better whatsoever last week uh, there was a report that Israel has blocked Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib from entering their country now they say it's because of pressure from Trump so on and so forth and I think it's hilarious not necessarily in a good way. When when I say things are hilarious, it doesn't mean they're always good. It just means that the irony behind them is funny. That two women who are representatives in our Congress here in the United States of America that have adamantly spoken out against the U.S., that have adamantly spoken out against Israel, which is one of our allies, and I don't care if they're Muslim or not. That's not. I mean, that's irrelevant. They they just expected to be welcomed with open arms on a trip to Israel. You got to be shitting me. It's hilarious that they're sitting there thinking, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a congresswoman, so I can say what I need to and no big deal. And uh, you're just going to have to accept me. That level of entitlement and double standard bullshit is mind blowing. You have run your mouth and said so many hateful things about that country, which is an ally of the United States, the country that has given you the fucking opportunities you have. And you expect to just be able to waltz in there and have people cater to you because you're in Congress. You got to be shitting me. That's like a a musician or whatever that it's like. It's like when Ozzy Osbourne pissed on the Alamo. (laughs) Yeah. He wasn't welcome for a while. Yeah. You can't piss on another country. That's an ally of ours and expect to be welcomed with open arms. That's just fucking stupid. And the fact that they're probably all butt hurt and going to say Trump's divisive. Trump is Trump is racist, blah, blah, blah. No ladies. You're just fucking stupid. End of story. 
And it plays again right into the xenophobic prejudice because the these people aren't even necessarily from different countries. It's just prejudice uh, and fear between Muslims and Jews. And that's been going on for millennia. So it's that plays perfectly into everything I was talking about last time. I mean, that is just pure fear between and generational hatred between the two. And you can't sit there and say that's racial because being a Muslim isn't a race. Being a Jew isn't a race. That's a religious affiliation or Jews. Unless, I mean, obviously if you converted, that's not an ethnicity. If you're and a Jew born and raised in Israel, well, then that's an ethnic heritage and a nationality. Otherwise, you can't even call that racism. It's just fucking awesome. So, like, none of these people would be, and I guarantee you, guarantee, there's going to be, well, this is racist, this is racist, when the people that are saying that don't listen to them. They're fucking stupid. It's not. It's conflict. End of story. Simple as that. So again, don't drink the Kool-Aid on half of the shit that you hear on this. The reason I brought that up is because, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my to my two buddies that helped me get this thing going, CJ and Shaw. Again, couldn't have done it without you guys. And I know you've been busy as hell, and we haven't really been able to, well, we haven't been able, not even really, been able to get together and record anything. Uh, but I just wanted to give you guys a shout out and say that, Hope you're blessed. Hope you're doing well, because I know that you're both busting your tail and moving on to bigger and bigger, better things in life professionally. And uh, again, appreciate you to the nth degree. Now, the reason that I brought up the Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, other than the fact that, again, it plays perfectly into everything I talked about in the last episode, is that um, I want to talk about my relationship with my buddy Shaw. Because... Again, it's a, it's a perfect parallelism to the complete opposite of what a lot of people are trying to push in this country right now, where you got so many people on the left and the right screaming unity, yet it's bullshit. Like the people that are on the far left, especially the Demo Republican, or not good God, I just screwed that one up, the Demo presidential candidates when they're constantly screaming unity, 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 and then turn around and scream against white supremacy and white nationalism, (laughs) uh, you're a, you're a special brand of fucking window liquor. Oh my God. You're a special brand of fucking window liquor because you got to understand, as I've said multiple times, everybody in this country is a lemming. There's no such thing as free thinking. So you say shit like that. And you're going to automatically incite some level of dumbassness where nobody's going to know the difference between a guy like me who's going to sit there and treat you the exact same way, no matter what the color of your skin is or where you're from. And other people that are genuinely just hateful human beings. You're idiots for doing that shit. And that's why I wanted to bring up my, my friendship and relationship with Shaw is because Shaw's Pakistani. He's Muslim. I don't fucking care. Shaw's Muslim. 
And I am a god-awful, terrible example of a Christian. <laughs> I have no problem admitting that. I am a horrible example of a Christian. And it, honestly, I believe anybody that ever says they're a good example of a Christian, yeah, they're as soon as you say that, you're full of shit. Yeah. You're not a good example if you have to say, look at me, I am a good example of a Christian. That's not the case at all. And I just think it's funny when people do try to put that out there. Because I know I'm not. That's that's the only reason that the only reason I have a snowball chance in hell is God. I mean, that's it. I know I'm not a good example. So back to the point is Shah's a Muslim. He's Pakistani. I'm a ginger cracker. I'm a Christian, albeit a terrible example of one. And neither of us give a damn. Neither of us care. Because we both treat each other the way that we want to be treated personally. And that's why I constantly preach on these episodes those three character traits. First and foremost, humility. Secondly, self-awareness. And third, personal accountability without justification. If you don't have those, you can't do what Shaw and I do, even though our upbringing, our faith, and damn near everything about us except our personal level of ambition is almost completely on the opposite ends of each scale of the scale. And if you don't have those three character traits, you can't do what we do. You can't converse the way we converse. You can't have that respect. You can't build that bond because you're automatically going to think somebody's oppressing you. You're going to think somebody's being racist towards you because you're a fucking idiot. And I don't think when I say that, I don't think people that don't have those are bad people. There's many times I've been an idiot in my life and I had to stop being an idiot. So, guys, that's why I constantly preach those things. Humility, self-awareness, personal accountability without justification. And, again, our friendship is a perfect example of how you can be from totally different sides of the tracks and still build a bond based on the fact that you're just a good human being. I want to treat you the way I want to be treated. It's that simple. And the the best example of... Well, the, before I get into that story, I mean, he and I disagree a lot. Like he, there's multiple times I know that he'll call Trump a racist. I don't think Trump's a racist. I've said that on here many a time, and I'm not going to try to argue with him if he believes that. There was only one time when he did say it, and he brought up Muslims, and I was like, "Well, Islam is not a race. Islam is a religion." And he agreed with that one. Now there's still times where he will call Trump a racist piece of shit, and don't hate on the guy for him saying that. If that's his opinion and perspective at this present moment in time, I'm going to respect it even though I disagree with it and just not go after that conversation piece because I'm not here to argue with my friend and create and burn a bridge. Now, anybody that knows me knows I'm not necessarily into avoiding. I'm into understanding that I believe my buddy Shaw is going to come around and realize Trump's not racist. He's just a gigantic asshole. And I believe that the times that he does call him a racist are mostly knee jerk reactions and emotional responses to something recent that has occurred in our society, which I totally get. I completely understand. And with that being said, I wanted to talk about something that happened back in March. That was a, a great example of how you can find that middle road with people that weren't born, raised, or do the exact same things as you. 
back in March, if anybody remembers, there is an absolutely horrible uh, situation that occurred in Christchurch, New Zealand. A, a mosque or multiple mosques, forgive me if I screw this up, it's been a little while. Ultimately, a, a lot of Muslims were murdered and or shot in general in their places of worship in the mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. It was a horrific event. It was terrible. And I, when I read it, my heart dropped because they were just in their personal place of worship peacefully doing so. And a lot of people were murdered for it. And that very day, Shaw sent me a text and said, Hey man, I want to get your thoughts on this. I want to get your opinion on this. And I was like, okay, on what? So he sent me a little clip for a internet article about it. And I said, okay, dude, I'm going to have to read on this. I know, I know a little bit about what happened. I don't know a lot though. I got to read on it a little more, excuse me. And I'll get back to you tomorrow because I got a crazy busy day right now. Well, it couldn't have been better that I had a busy day because the very next morning I woke up to an article on my phone from my news feed that talked about Nigerians that are also Christians being murdered. Okay. And it was around 120 of them, if I remember specifically. So one day, mosques... Islamic mosques are shot up in New Zealand. The next day, there's a report of approximately 120 Christians in Nigeria that have been murdered by, and they were murdered by Muslim fundamentalists. And I literally, I was, <laughs> I wasn't excited that these atrocities occurred. I was excited for the opportunity to go to my buddy and talk about it. Because when I went to the gym, because he used to work at the gym that I go to. And I had a chance to sit down with him. I said, hey, you wanted my my thoughts on this, right? And he said, yeah, yeah, I want to know what you think. I said, have you heard about what else has happened recently? And he goes, no. So I pulled up both situations that I had screenshotted and explained them to him, sat my phone in front of him, and I said, I want you to really think about this before you answer. I want you to truly, really think about this Swipe back and forth between both of them and think about which one of these is worse. So he sat there, maybe a minute, two at max, went by, and he was swiping back and forth, and he looked up at me and he said, neither one of them's worse. And I started clapping right there, and I said, now you're getting it. Now you get it. Neither of these atrocities against humanity is worse than the other. It's horrible, and it should not have happened that Muslims were murdered in their places of worship in New Zealand, and it's horrible, and it should not have happened that Christians were murdered by Muslim fundamentalists in Africa. You get it, though. Neither of these is worse. And he started nodding. He goes, now I understand where you're coming from and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit if you're Muslim, dude. I don't care. I don't care. Treat other people the way that you genuinely, truly want to be treated. That's it. Whether their faith is the same as yours, not the same. Whether they could blend in with a fucking white wall like me, or they win a lot of games of hide and seek. 
It doesn't matter. And I joke, you know, I don't give a shit. Like I said, I mean, and I, I've told him many times, I'm like, as long as you're not like running at me with a bomb going, bye, 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 infidel or some shit like that, then we're good. As long, as long as you're not threatened to bomb the shit out of me or my life or anything like that, we'll call it square. You're my boy. And I was like, and as long as I'm not sitting here looking at you like, yeah, that freaking there, you got that Islam shit going on, Bo. You need to get you some Jesus cursing your life right now. Acting like a dumbass redneck. Well, we're good, man. We're good. And I, I, <laughs> I think that he might think I'm partially mentally handicapped. That's also part of the reason that, it, you know, he's. He's a he's a buddy of mine. He takes pity on me. He's probably thinking that he might get into heaven a little bit easier if he takes pity on a on a frittata. <laughs> the point is, all this stupid shit that's constantly happening, where we're screaming racism, we're screaming anti anti I can't even fucking say it right now. Sorry about that. Um, anti semitism, which. It blows my mind. It blows my mind that in the United States of America, a country that has given opportunity to so many people that would have potentially been murdered in their home country had they stayed there, is a place that now festers division from those very people that the opportunities were given to. And we all need to think about that a little bit more before we start pulling the trigger on trying to defend these individuals that speak so hatefully about the United States, that speak so hatefully about our allies, and completely forget, as obviously Ilhan Omar has forgotten, that she wouldn't have a fucking pot to piss in if she wasn't here. This woman wouldn't have a pot to fucking piss in if she was not in the United States of America. If she was back in Somalia, who knows what would happen to her. Yet she speaks so horribly about this country, about white guys. So I don't give a shit if, she, if she's from Somalia. I couldn't care less. What I care about is her conduct. And she speaks so poorly about our ally Israel why do we keep her in office? Why, why were you allowing this individual to sit there and continuously run her mouth and then have people just defend her to the end of the earth when things like that are truly what's driving division in this country? Show some gratitude. For God's sake, uh, I I'm going to butcher his name. Yasiel Puig you know, last week became a U.S. citizen. He's from Cuba. Read about his story. All the stuff he went through to get here. Oh my God. It's incredible to think about all the stuff he went through. And he said, I thank God for the opportunity to be a United States citizen. And the picture of him with his hair dyed red and the flag. That's awesome. That's awesome. And the gratitude that he has. Absolutely incredible. So why do we kiss the ass of somebody like Ilan Omar? who constantly drives division and a wedge instead of trying to build a bridge. So 
I hope that that story made sense because, like I said, that was probably one of the coolest moments of 2019 for me was sitting down with my buddy at the gym and showing him both of those articles and then asking him which one was worse and having that light bulb go off in his head and have him say, neither one. And realizing these were simply atrocities committed against humanity. That's it. And the more you can look at it from that perspective... I firmly believe the less bullshit we're going to cause. Now, on the last episode, uh, I <laughs> this is always a hard part for me. Uh, so forgive me when I stumble over these things. On the last episode, I talked about how the This Is Why I Drink podcast is looking for listeners and followers that want to partner up with us and believe in what we're doing. And if you go to, I'm going to try to see if I can get my arm out of the way of the microphone this time. If you go to the link right here, I look like I can't even keep a straight line. If you go to this link, it's a link tree link. It has all of our social media platforms, every portal that we stream on again, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple, YouTube. And it also has the link to our Patreon page. Well, the Patreon page is what I set up for anybody that really believes in the message we're trying to spread and wants to become a partner. And if they donate, any amount, obviously, I'm going to give whoever donates any amount a massive shout out because I couldn't be more grateful for anybody that does. And anybody that donates $25 or more just one time, again, doesn't have to be monthly. Then we're going to print This Is Why I Drink t-shirts and mail you a t-shirt as a thank you. And the designs are also up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the Patreon page so you can see what they look like and I'm going to be designing more. So if, again, if you appreciate what we're doing, you believe in it, and you think we might be onto something here, subscribe, like, leave a comment. And even if you think I'm full of shit, leave a comment because I want to get better. I want to get better at doing this. But if you do appreciate it, go to all the links on this link tree. Follow us. If you want to donate, donate. And know that, hopefully, not only know that you're appreciated, but that hopefully we can build this into something big enough to start getting people off of these galvanizing extremes and bring them back to the middle so we can actually build some shit again in this country. Folks, have a great rest of your week. This is why I drink. Take care.